the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement is always here on the show. Uh, our show runs on Saturday morning and, uh, and at 10 a.m. and uh, also on Sunday at 7 a.m. Uh, we're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's building up wealth over the long term. And by saving aggressively and investing conservatively. And we'd like to typically see everyone put away at least 10% plus the company match. That, that's, what, that's what most people are, are, are trying to do. And I, and I came uh, up with some, some benchmarks of, of you, know, you know, where you should be for your income based on certain ages. And, and by the time you're 55, for instance, you should have about five times your income at eight, if you're making 75000 and if you're making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, it's about six point five times your your income. Uh, for at age fifty five, you should have put away. Now, some people have that. Some people have a lot more. Others don't have enough. It, and, and the reason I these numbers are age fifty five, uh, but I, I I think the the more important number is age fifty. Because you can start putting away more money in your four hundred one k in your IRAs. Uh, at, at that point in time, but it's not that. It's it's age fifty. You typically have fifteen years left for your savings. You tip, typically people are at their uh, they're in their they're in their peak earning years. Uh, it, and at the same time, a lot of their expenses they don't have to put down for a new house. They don't have to. Uh, typically, the kids are getting close to being through, through college. Uh, you, you, you don't have the 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 home expenses you once did. You're not having to furnish your house. And so you can really start putting away a lot of money during that time frame. And so this is that age starting at 50 is when you really want to start hitting the savings rate, putting away money, making plans. Uh, if you if you want to, you know, in some cases maybe you're putting it away enough. Maybe you can buy a piece of property or something and put it away with the idea that by the time in, in 15 years at 65, it's paid off, or somewhere in that time frame. Uh, long-time listeners of the show know I, I, I like to see your home paid off at retirement. Uh, I, I, I'm shifting a little bit on that right now because uh, because of inflation. So I, I, I'm not as concerned if it's paid off at retirement. You can ha- carry debt with a long-term, long-term mortgage, a fixed-rate mortgage. I'm going to repeat that with a long-term fixed-rate mortgage. But with the idea that, that maybe you have cash elsewhere in case you need to pay it down, you just can pay it down. Uh, because, uh, you know, we're, we're really looking at inflation. We're really trying to gauge this. And it's becoming a, a, a real concern with, with the inflation levels out there. And, and so what this, is, what this is doing is it's shifting our thinking to some extent. So, whereas before we told people, look, uh, you know, for, for a decade we would say, look, Get your, you want to have your house paid off at retirement. That's at retirement. But within three or four years of retirement, somewhere in there, so it knocks off an expense. And then you can, you can, which, which you want to do at retirement 
is you want to lock in as many expenses as you, as you can. And, 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 and so look, so how do you do that? There's a couple ways. Uh, the, you, you, you have your house paid off, so then you're, you're, you don't have to make a house note. So that's one less thing you have to pay. Uh, if, if your home, once you hit 65, your homestead is, is, uh, is grandfathered in, and, and so the valuations won't go up. And so you really start locking down your taxes, not completely. But, but if you can keep your taxes low for the next 20 years without rising, that, that's a huge thing. So if, if you don't have a home note, that's a huge thing. Uh, if, if you've got a variable rate note and interest rates rise, you could really be in trouble at retirement. This is the thing, you know, we've been talking a lot about the show really for a long time about inflation. Here it comes. Uh, and it, it, it's coming out there. I mean, look, the, the Democrats, they're spending money like it's water. And our, our, as we've been talking on the show, the, the deficits are going up at the rate they were in World War II. The Federal Reserve is, is debasing the currency by printing money and no, trillions of dollars. Uh, again, if you look at the numbers uh, from the Federal Reserve, if you look at the numbers from, from our deficit growth and deficit spending, they're at World War II levels. And, 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 and we're, we're engaging in the biggest spending spree in the history of the United States, coming right into the teeth of the biggest, one of the biggest recoveries in 30 years. That is extraordinary. Now, in fairness to the Democrats, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. They've got, they, they have the House and the Senate and the presidency, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Now, in all fairness, it's the tightest margin in probably 50 years. They got no room to spare, but they're going to move through the biggest agenda since the uh, since the uh, Great Society under Lyndon Johnson or the the New Green, New Deal. I mean, it's extraordinary that they're getting this done. I mean, uh, Republicans, you know, we had the House, the Senate under Donald Trump. And, and the adults in the room under uh, Paul Ryan, the, you know, we're going to control Donald Trump. So we didn't get anything done. And that, and then basically, and then the American people are like, well, you know, what can you guys do? The Democrats, they got no majority. They got nothing. Three votes. I mean, excuse me, three House representatives flip. And there's a possibility that this thing can kick over to the other side. Maybe a few more that in Nancy Pelosi. This is a razor thin margin they have. It, 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 and so understand uh, what, what's, what's going on out there. It, but it's, this is massive $1.9 trillion infrastructure program. If you notice, they're calling it an infrastructure program. But it's not really because only a, 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 a portion of it is infrastructure. The rest is basically new Green, de- green New Deal. Well, why aren't they saying Green New Deal, environmental in, in infrastructure? They don't want to say that because the American people don't like that. It polls horribly. Like, look, we're not paying for this. But so they're sneaking all this stuff through. So they're debasing the currency at the Federal Reserve. They're recklessly printing money. So there's going to be inflation. So the concern is, what do you do for retirement? Because you're sitting there at retirement, uh, manage your money, and, and, and what you got to understand is you have to somehow navigate through an inflationary period that that you have to get ahead in inflation. You have to prepare. You start, have to start laying the groundwork for inflation now. Hey, look, what's happening next week? We're going to have inflation numbers come out. They're nervous about those numbers. I mean, you talk to anybody uh, at all. I, you know, I, I, when I saw some uh, person, a CEO of sealed air. Our costs are, are, are going up everywhere. Uh, if it, it, DEFCON four, uh, 4 for us right now, it, 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 it's, it's a big deal. I mean, I mean, it's not one company. Every single company out there is saying that. I mean, the, the Wall Street Journal today had a story about the, uh, the housing market is red hot. Uh, in in here, a hot, hot housing market drives prices sky high across the United States. It's not just in one place. It's not. It, it's not in Florida. It's Texas. It's all over the place. Limited inventory, low interest rates, and bidding wars are, are, a fr- are creating a frenzy. It, it's not just people buying houses. Go try to get the materials to build a house. Those are all going up across the board. It, 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 you go to, to the automobile companies. So we're like, hey, our price of our steel is going up, the price of materials. We can't even get semiconductors. There's a shortage. Yeah, we're having to cut back production. The price of everything is going up. Oil is up 30%. Or so what's that? Let me see. Let me check my numbers on that. I think I wrote that down somewhere. Uh, 
But it, it oils up, it oils up, grains are up, everything is up. And, and so this is a problem. It can be devastating for inflation. We've gone through, since 1980, inflation, with nearly 40 years of declining interest rates. 40, well, that's because of declining inflation. 40 years down. People don't even know what inflation is anymore. But here's the fascinating thing is, if, if you sit and you look, if, they, they gave us some polling on inflation, and, and one of the things that they came up with was, oh, you know, how concerned are you about inflation? Well, I'm very concerned, a little concerned, not at all, or I'm, you know, I'm not paying any attention. You know, those are some of the numbers. Now, here's the interesting thing that, that, that came out on that is that they polled by, 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 uh, by age. I'm trying to pull that up, but I'll see if I can find it here. But they polled by age. And so I would have thought, I was like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be older people because they remember inflation. So I would say the age of, of say, maybe 55 to 75, those people are really worried about inflation. But that wasn't the case. Those people were, were not as worried, interestingly. Younger people were more worried. The, 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 the age 25 to 35 group was the most worried. Why is that? It, it kind of doesn't, you know, because the people, the older generation should remember the inflation. And the answer is the older generation has some assets that are going up. They've bought their house. And, and so, so, so things aren't that bad for them. They don't, they, they tend to have enough income that they're not, if the price of, of, of food goes up or the price of, of, of food, uh, of, you know, restaurant goes up or gas, it doesn't hurt them that much. Younger people, okay, they don't have huge incomes. They don't have a lot of assets. They don't have houses. They don't have big stock portfolios. You know, they don't have re- real estate that's going up all the time. They're trying to buy a house and they're going, oh no, what? What's going on? I can't afford a house. But they, you know, the, so a lot of these people don't even look at a house. The, my my uh, my uh, gasoline is going up. My food costs are going up. The cost of everything I'm using is going up. Everything out there is going up. Uh, the, my Netflix just went up. Uh, it, 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 it's hurting them because they're on a more limited budget. And so it's interesting being hit by the inflation. Uh, Jennifer, do we have a phone call? Jennifer? Yes, we have a caller. Okay. Uh, welcome to the Max Show. You had a question for us. Hello? Yeah, hello. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Oh, yes. Yes, Ted. uh, I have a question. Uh, I've noticed uh, recently uh, with some of the banks that especially foreign banks like Canadian banks and whatnot, that that there's a movement on the foot to, I guess, restrict lending practices now to companies involved in the fossil fuel industry. And I'm just wondering... uh, Would you foresee possibly some of these companies starting to take perhaps larger positions in these banks to perhaps negate or influence this type of movement? Because uh, a lot of a lot of companies in the fossil fuel industry do need financing, and if if those that are opposed to fossil fuels start to put pressure on the very in, the very industry that's going to provide financing i'm not sure how these some of these companies in the fossil fuel industry would survive or expand or whatever do you see perhaps that these that these some of these companies are going to start to take significant positions in 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 the shares of some of these banks in order to uh in order to negate some of this sort of practice? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, look, this is a, I, I tell you one, in the U.S., BlackRock uh, funds is the biggest one behind this at Larry Fink. I mean, he just hates the oil and gas industry, and they're the biggest bond manager in the world, and it's a major concern. Uh, they, you know, I, I, a couple things. I, I, I think, and I was actually talking to someone on the Financial Services Committee in Congress uh, earlier this week, and I should have brought this up to him, but, I, you know, there was actually some questions on it uh, at the time, now that I think about it, but uh, but this is uh, – 
this is a problem. And, and, and I think it's a couple things. The good news is there's so much money out there right now that, that, that people will take up the slack. If, you know, because interest rates are so low, if they get a little bit more money by oil and gas, they're going to do it. But over time, this is going to be a problem. And I think it's going to lead to the more regional banks. I think you're going to see the Texas regional banks start to grow, Frost, Veritex, those things. They're going to start to develop. We need to develop our own financial infrastructure in Texas to kind of prevent this. And the other thing is we really are – I think Congress needs to get involved in this, and they need to start looking at this type of stuff to see what these banks are doing and what pro- – the concern isn't the banks, but but the banks are being pressured by special interest groups, radical Democrats, and uh, environmentalists out there in BlackRock funds to do this type of stuff. And it's a real concern. There's a small group of people out there doing all this stuff. They're calling up the banks. They're calling up, you know, Major League Baseball to move the team from Atlanta, all this type of stuff. And, and, and there's got to be a big pushback from the other side. And people are going to have to start pushing back. Good, Good question, Charles. All right, good. But, yeah, something needs to be done on this. Uh, another question, Jennifer? Yes, we have Philip on the line. Hello, Philip. Welcome to the Max Out Saving Show. Yeah, hey, uh, Ted. Yeah, I copy your concerns about uh, what's going on with this, uh, you know, infrastructure bill. And one of the things that bothers me is that they're looking at the estate taxes that right now the exemption is around $11 million. Now they're considering dropping that down to either 3 or even $1 million, where here you, yeah. you, all your beneficiaries now, you know, they get a $1 million uh, exemption, and then your estate is possibly going to be taxed between 40 and 60%. And uh, so I'm just looking at a way, how do you offset that in a way? Do you start... I know your your motto is save aggressively, invest conservatively, but do we just need to start spending money instead of trying to save it? Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to retire. I got enough money in my 401k, and I don't know if it's worth putting money into my 401k anymore. Just go ahead and just, because I'm still working, just to go ahead and start spending it because the government's just going after it anyway because their job is to take money from your pocket and put it in theirs. So I'm just listening to some of yeah. your recommendations on that. Over. Okay, yeah, this is a good point. Look, we've already had some discussions with clients on this. There's real concern out there right now. And uh, it's going to be a disaster if they take it to a million and even three, three and a half million a person. It will hit a lot of people. And by the way, the discussion I've had with some of them is, is look, yeah, they're like, we're under, but they were not under by a lot. I said, look, if we get big inflation, you're going to get hit with this too. So a couple thoughts. It, 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 once we see where this is going, uh, if you, if, uh, how do you reduce your estate? And a couple things. You could, if you've got, I'd keep putting in money into your into your 401k. I would maybe diversify into some real estate or something with a long term fixed rate loan if you can. And uh, and then the other thing I would do is I, I would look at the uh, I, I would look at at a Roth IRA. Uh, not excuse me, not a Roth, but a conversion. In the future, it might be better to convert part of your 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 IRA rollover into a Roth. It reduces it because you have to pay tax on it, but it reduces the amount that that you, you, you puts you underneath. It could reduce it because uh, that'll be underneath the the estate limit. And the other thing it'll do is is the money coming out of it in the future will be tax free. So I, I think this is going to make Roth much more. But there hasn't been a lot of good reasons to convert to a Roth. That's starting to change if the tax rates go up. And this is something that we want to watch closely. The other thing to do is for people. Like your point, if you've got big money in, in, in retirement plans and pensions and stocks and bonds, for estate purposes, it's sometimes better to own uh, real estate because you, you have you, they're easy. You can get valuation discounts or partnerships in real estates with other people. So the valuations. So if you buy a piece of property with someone else, you know, a friend or family or someone like that. 
in an estate purposes, it gets reduced because the percentages, because you can, you can say, look, I can't get out because it's only a partial valuation, so there's a discount on it. So real estate businesses are going to become more valuable because there's going to be tax advantages with them, uh, as well as estate planning advantages. And, and I think I, I think the group that probably needs to be the most concerned if they take them down are people with massive IRAs, rollovers, 401ks, money in tremendous amounts of stocks. They, they need to probably increase assets in other asset classes that, that are privately held and, and, and also offer tax benefits, be it write-off, be it, uh, you know, you can put your expenses can go into those things and those type of different things, management. And so it gives you some opportunities. And so I think it's going to take a lot more creative thinking. Uh, yeah, that's okay. So do you think at my age, at age 70, I should still continue to contribute to my 401k? And the other the other quick question I have, my home is already paid off, but what about getting a refinance loan, which I can get as a fixed right now at three and a half, which is not bad because of inflation, and use some of that money to talk about what you're saying about getting involved in some rental real estate and things of that nature? Back to you. Uh, that you know that's not a bad idea. Uh, you only have you don't want you want to have some, so if you buy the rental property, maybe pay it off and use the home loan, uh, or or you can you can you can maybe since the home loan is paid for, you can just get you can get a uh, buy the rental property or something, and uh, it but it and borrow on it. The, 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 check the rates. Talk to a mortgage broker. It's a little bit more for the rental property, uh, so you have to just kind of see on that which is the better way to go. But but the key is going to be. Remember, for inflation, you want to have long-term financing at fixed rates. In Mexico, when they had the currency crisis about, I don't know how many, you know, 30 years, 30-something years ago, a lot of people had fixed-rate mortgages. When those rates spiked up, inflation spiked up, a lot of people lost their property. So that'll be the key there. But, yeah, if if all of your assets are in your 401k plan, then I would look at maybe diversifying a little bit. Okay. Well, thanks, Ted. Thanks for your help. Okay, great. Good question. Tell you what, we're coming up here in a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Maxell Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Reach us at 713-339-1070. Also go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for our free Max Out Savings Report. We talk a lot about these issues. I write it myself. This is not some canned newsletter. Uh, and uh, we, we just send it out once a month. Uh, and they just, you know, all you have to do is sign up for it. It's uh, it's free at maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help uh, with your retirement, I'd like to help you out if I can. And Just go to the website and you can request an appointment. Now, we're talking inflation. Uh, it, it actually, I, I went and looked at I found that, that uh, the, the, the survey on the inflation, and it was actually, I said 25 to 34, uh, it's really the 18 to 24 group was the most concerned about the inflation because it's even tighter for them. Typically, they're just, they're just have, a, have a, 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 a regular job. Uh, they're just starting out, or they're on they're on a, a, a fixed income from their parents or whatever in college, or or uh, you know they're not making much money. Fifty two percent of them are very concerned about inflation, which is really fascinating. The youngest group, and uh, the uh, you know in twenty eight percent, and so there was twenty percent of them not concerned at all. But it was really fascinating. This people, the younger the ones that are most worried about inflation. Only 37% of the people 55 and above versus 52%. Think about that. 50% of the thir- of the 25 to 34 year olds were uh, were uh, very uh, was very concerned about inflation. It's actually 81% of that group was very or somewhat concerned about inflation. And so it was really interesting to see this you know see this happen, but anyway, uh so younger people are concerned about inflation. I'm hearing lots of young people are now starting to talk about the Fed. They're reading, they're re- reading about it in Reddit, in the different uh, places out there, uh, places uh, you know where, where the young people are going. That the the blocks and think inflation is coming up. Then they know about the Fed. They know the Fed is monetizing the, the debt. They know they're debasing the currency. And, and so the new generation is, is interestingly is it, just really more concerned than than the. Uh, the, the, the older generation, which which is fascinating. So, what uh, do we have a call, Jennifer? Yes, we have John on the line. Hello, John. Welcome to the Max Up Saving Show. Hey, Ted. Just wanted to comment from you. I I uh, you used to touch on this quite a bit. Uh, I'm a small business owner, 55 years old. I've saved money all of my life. But what I, I find myself in a position now where all my excess income is going on healthcare costs. And it keeps going up yeah. every every year. This year, it went up. It almost doubled. Uh, so basically, for just me alone, I pay close to $1,500 a month for health insurance. And I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, look, the health insurance bigger things out there. I, I think we're starting to finally get some of these health. I think we're starting to get these health care costs under control. But. But it's been a massive battle. If you look at inflation over the last 20 years, when we've had low inflation, the number uh, one and two, and I forgot which one it is, they kind of go together, it was health care costs and college costs were the highest out there. And, and, and I, I think this is a huge problem, uh, and, and, and I, 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 it, it's going to take a lot of work. I, I think they're starting to get it under control, but I think eventually it's going to be less quality health care for us, but, but it's gotten so expensive the country just cannot afford it. And, and, and so this is just going to take time, and, and I think you've just got to watch your health very closely. And I, and I think the other answer to that question, too, is I think it's going to be more important than ever to manage your health, eat well, and exercise. And, and, and I, I think given how expensive health care is, you, you want to stay away from it as much as possible. So eating well, uh, exercising, walking, even if, if, if it's not going down to the gym and pumping our walking, walking around the block in our neighborhood, I, I'm just amazed at how many people, you know, which I, I, whereas I was working for home some, how many people were walking all hours of, of the day and night. And so I think people are understanding it. And that's going to be the key thing. So it's hard. You, you can shop your health care coverage, but the best way to mitigate your health care costs is to stay away, from, stay out of the hospital and eat well and exercise. Uh, it, uh, so anyway, uh, but good question. Thank you. The, 
so looking out here, uh, you know, we, we talk some about uh, the inflation. Uh, you know, so where where do we stand right now with it? A couple things. We've gotten some questions on the precious metals. Precious metals has been declining here for a number of months now. And it, you know, we, we've, we've been in a longer term. We've actually done very, very well in the sector. Uh, so so what's, what's going on? And a couple things. If, if you look at, let me pull a chart up. If you look at the uh, gold has gone down since about August, kind of drifted a little lower. What happened then? Uh, the, the 10-year bond went from about 0.5% in August to 0.9% at the beginning of the year, and then to 1.68% uh, right now. So the 10 years at 1.68%, so interest rates have gone up. And so gold is down, it's about 9% for the quarter. So uh, it was one of the, you know, the not the best performing group. So hey, should, is this the time to get out? I don't think so. Look, it could drift a little lower, but understand, we're we're heading in. We're sailing right into the teeth of the biggest inflation surge in most likely probably forty years, it, it, and it's happening. Well, so why isn't gold affecting it? Well, you could say Bitcoin, but it, it, that's affecting it to some extent. But it's also interest rates are going up. Now, here's the thing: the Fed. The Fed's been pretty sneaky. Somehow these rates have been climbing up. And they're pretending, oh, we're not doing anything. We're not raising rates. Look out to 23, 24, nothing to see here. Well, somebody raised those rates up. And, and, and look, and, I, and I've had Treasury secretaries on a show we had years ago. I uh, said, well, look, uh, the Fed can only, only a very you know, well-known person, former Treasury Secretary, they can't only control short-term rates. They can't control long-term. Well, yes, they can when they're buying $160 billion worth of bonds a month. And so I think they've been sneaking up trying to get ahead of the inflation. But here's the deal. The inflation is going to start coming up. This is March right now, April right now. The economy was shut down last year, April, May, June, July. Commodity prices fell. The prices of everything fell during that time frame because the economy was shut down. Those are all going to start dropping away at the so so if inflation was just even right now and start going up because those four months which we had very low inflation or deflation are dropping off. But instead what's happening this time is the price of everything is going up. So inflation is going to start going up. Look, they can't raise interest rates much more. I mean, I, I think I, I checked the tenure. I think they can maybe get it up to about one point nine eight if they really push it. Uh, but but they can't really raise it much more than that. But once these inflation numbers start coming in, then the real real interest rates have been going up. Well, once those new inflation numbers come in, the real interest rates start dropping, and then the gold and the silver are going to take off. So, so that, that's what we think is going to happen. It, it, since 19, I think, 85, it, it, uh, is, I think 85, uh, they, they, about 75% of the time when gold went down like this, uh, the following year it was up for the quarter. Uh, 25% of the time it was unchanged. So, so, so we still think it looks very good for the gold and the precious metal sector. Uh, it, the silver is doing much better than the gold right now. Uh, and if you look at this, it's interesting. Commodities kind of across the board went up some. And I, and I think the Fed is trying to keep gold down. It's going to fail. But if you look at some of the other things, we still have energy is up 32%. Uh, let me see. West Texas, I'm sorry, 26%. The, the number one performing asset class well, for the last quarter was energy. We were telling you back in November, buy energy, October, November. This is a historic time, buy energy. Since then, energy has gone straight up. And it's the number one performing asset class. And, and, I, and I think it's going to rest here some, but this economy is starting to reopen. You can already see people coming out. Uh, you know, when those stimulus checks came out, Las Vegas and, and Miami were packed with people. They were, didn't know what to do with them all. People are starting to go out. They're starting to travel. Uh, and so this economy is reopening. And this reopening is going to be a big deal. It, and, 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 and so... Now, what people are saying is, is look, inflation's not a problem. We can spend all this money. We we just did the uh, was it uh, one point eight trillion dollar uh, 
stimulus, you know, the COVID relief, which was virtually no COVID relief, one point, which is an enormous amount of money, $1.9 trillion. In context, this is about a 20 trillion, a little over $20 trillion economy. I mean, think about that. That's nearly 10% extra money they threw into it. Now, Delta, look, inflation is not going to be a problem. Look what happened in 09. They did this in 08 and 09. In 09, they did this. The economy was, remember, the financial system was about to collapse, and then the Federal Reserve stepped in and bailed out all the Wall Street banks. Well, at the time, there's two distinct differences. In 2009, all that money went to AIG, Goldman Sachs, uh, for the uh, for the Lehman Brothers uh, bailout, uh, to, you know, to Merrill Lynch, to all the big uh, J.P. Morgan, uh, the Bank of America, all the big Wall Street firms, they they got all the money, and it all stayed up there. At the same time, so the money, the economy starts recovering. Well, there was a, there was the housing prices fell apart at the time because they because the credit got pulled from the sector, and so housing was a disaster. I had friends of mine that were building houses that got out of the business because of it, uh, and uh, another, you know, uh, a couple of them they went bankrupt out there. Well. Right now, if you talk to a home builder, they're having trouble keeping up. There's so much demand. So what's different from last time, from 09, was is look, there was no inflation. Well, yeah, the economy was was in the toilet. It, housing was collapsed. Right now, they're pouring this onto a red hot economy, and, and, and so so that's why we do think we're going to see the inflation. Now, tell you what, another quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Got any questions or comments? Give us a call, 713-339-1070 here at Max Out Savings Show. The, uh, you know, looking out uh, in, in here, for the quarter, some of the other interesting things that were out there was the market was up pretty nicely, but if the dollar was up as well. And, and again, it has to do with the U.S. has been more aggressive at raising rates than the Europeans and the Japanese aren't raising rates like us. 
So what this did is, is it stabilized the, the dollar, and the euro went down about 4%, and the Japanese yen went down about 6.7%. But eventually, those countries, they're going to start raising rates too, and, and we, we only have a certain amount of we can raise rates. At that point in time, as the inflation takes off, the dollar is going to sit there and, 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 and break lower. And, and I think that's, that's what you should want to look at. Look, you cannot spend this type of money on these type of programs. Uh, the infrastructure program is a good idea. I mean, look, we need infrastructure, clearly. Not enough money has been spent on it. But even his infrastructure program, what is it, 2 or $3 trillion there, it, there's virtually no infrastructure. It's all give me, uh, give me programs. It, it's all uh, guaranteed income. It, 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 it's all Green New Deal. It's it's just you know he made some comment like nine percent of the country of the of the uh, of, of of buildings of of of, of 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 buildings and homes have lead pipes. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, it, it's that's completely absurd. It's not even a, a real number. I mean, I, now maybe there's lead somewhere in a house in some small piece, but but it's just everything about this is just one lie after another. And so if we're going to do an infrastructure program, you know, we need to do an infrastructure program. It's going to have to be done. So, but you're going to have all the spending. You've got the economy reopening, and, and I think you're going to see a big surge. Now, I, I think it's look. It was blue skies for a while, but the question is. What are they going to do here with with these taxes? I mean, with taxes and everybody going up, that tends to slow the economy. Now, what they will tell you is, is under modern monetary theory, which is the theory that's the base, uh, you know, that, that's the platform of the Democrat. It's not the platform. This is the the, the, the what this is the 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 it's the operating platform for the Demo- for, for for the Treasury and the Fed. Is you can and, and the government they can spend as much money as you want since you control your currency it doesn't make any difference well this is preposterous now what they'll tell you is you go what about inflation they'll go look how we handle that is you raise taxes on people and then they slow their spending and it slows things down what are they trying to do again this is all modern monetary theory it's going to lead to an economic crack up in the United States it's going to destroy the dollar in the end. I mean, if you look at it already, the Fed has basically depreciated the dollar. You know, they've been running a reverse blockchain since 1917. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is they've, every year they've been putting more and more dollars in. So blockchain, I mean, the, the theory is, well, look, you can't make any more Bitcoin or it goes up a small amount to handle the, uh, the, 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 the transaction thing. But, it, but it's a set amount. You can't just keep printing new blockchains all the time, any new Bitcoin. But. They can print money, and that's what they're doing. They've been doing it for years. It's accelerating at a tremendous rate now, and now you've got to really become concerned because all li- limits on spending in government are now off, and, and that, and that it, it's just like the, the society of the 1960s. We had big inflation in 68. So we have a phone call coming in. Hello? Yes, we do. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Yeah, I've, I've got a question. I just sold my house, and... Uh... Bought it. I've got a new one, and I don't. The, the the money that I'm getting from the old house would pay off the new one. Of course, my wife wants to do that because she thinks security, but we don't actually need it. Uh, would it be better to sit on that for at least a year? I'm, I'm thinking yeah, cash. I mean, I, look, yeah, I, I think you can do that. Look, what you do is you get the get the long term loan. You you you, you don't. If you, if you do that type of stuff, you do it in pretty conservative investments because you don't want to lose the money. The last thing you want to do is put the money aside, invest in blockchain or Bitcoin or, or some other some other thing. It seems like a sure thing, and it goes down 30%, and then you can't pay your house off. So if you do that, what you do is you do shorter-term cash things or very safe investments, maybe a little – you know, you buy a few stocks with a small amount of the money. But in, in you sit there because, look, this inflation is going to manifest itself in the next two to three years, and then we're going to know. And by then, you know, that's going to give you an opportunity. But, but if, the, if you get a big inflation, that loan is going to be at, 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 at you know, very low interest rate, 3.5% or something, or less maybe, is very valuable. Right. And by the way, you were talking about a, a Roth 401k before. Uh, yeah. Two years before I retired, I put 100% of my wages into it until it maxed out uh, so we could live on a lower amount and test that out. And 
that worked fine, build up my Roth so that uh, they're not going to touch it. And my wife is in her last six, six months to a year of employment, and she's put 100% in also right now. Um, and, and, you know, that way we're paying taxes on it at a low rate, and we won't be later. And that's worked out really yeah, well for us. That's a brilliant thing. And yeah, actually, that, you know, I, I, that is a brilliant idea. And basically what you're saying, just to paraphrase, is what we did is we said we're about ready to retire. For, so for the last year or two, just, let's just try to live on, 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 on what we project our income is going to be at retirement. And then you take all the money and pour it into savings, correct? Exactly. Right. That's a, that's a brilliant put it on idea. A, put it on a Roth uh, 401k so that, you know, Biden or nobody else can touch it. Yeah, well, I think the, I think the, yes, I think the Roths are going to become more popular now because of this. I mean, and, and including conversion to a Roth, uh, we need to watch real closely what this tax bill is going to look like. That's a great idea, though. Uh, so what you do is you're about to retire a year or two beforehand. You say, look, let's see if we can actually live on what we're projecting. So you you, you basically just take as much money and put it in your checking account as you. Is your projected for retirement? All the rest of it goes. You max out your four hundred one k's, the Roth, everything, IRAs, and then build up your savings. Excellent idea. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. Thank good, you. Good call. Bye bye. Yeah, that, I think that's a good. And again, it gets back to this thing we we're talking to earlier in the show. Is really in your fifties and sixties. For a lot of people, because a lot of people were waiting longer to retire, it gives they get to seventy, seventy-five or more. But as you get in that range, that's when you really want to start socking away money, coming up with the plan. I've seen some people say, look, I'm going to buy an extra piece of property with the thing, and I'll have it paid off with some retirement, you know, pretty close. And then once it's retirement, I can always sell it off if I need more money. That's another good idea. But but use your later years to sock away the money, come up with a plan, come up with alternate plans. And because uh, anybody can re- retire, there's a lot of people behind on retirement, but which you can do it. All you have to do is figure out how to do it, come up with a plan, way to reduce your expenses, how, how to live more frugally, uh, maybe sell the house, move to a cheaper house, move to the country. There's all types of plans. I, the most amazing call I ever had was, actually I was on another station at the time, and a uh, big one. It, it, well, this is actually big too now, but uh, but the uh, and, and this lady called up and she had, I want to say it was like $180,000 in her plan. And, and she goes, what we did is I, 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 I've taken that money and I put it in my checking account. And, and, and now we're living. I'm like, I'm like, oh no! I'm like, this was a huge mistake. I didn't. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I didn't say that was, you know. She goes. I said, well, did you? If you have to roll it into an IRA, and she goes, oh no! I put it in my checking account. I'm like, oh no! And, and I said. Uh, she goes, I just paid the taxes on it. And I'm like, oh, this is going horribly. I'm thinking. And, and she goes, but we live in a we live in a very inexpensive house. I mean, it sounded like it was very inexpensive. And, uh, you know, it, it was not much at all. And she goes, but we're living on my husband's Social Security. And I, I don't think it was – I don't think they were living on much more than $25,000 a year. But they figured out how to do it. And it was really – it was it – was, uh, probably my favorite call of all time because they figured out how to do it. And that's the key to retirement. But you want to put away as much money as you can to get there. But but there are ways to, to do it. You just have to plan uh, for your retirement. There was a person that had virtually not very much assets at all. Uh, I, I don't think their house, the way she talked, I don't think it was a 40000 This was maybe six, seven years ago. I, I'll say it wasn't, uh, the house wasn't a $40,000 house. But they did it. And, and they were perfectly happy. You know, on, on the flip side, we deal with, you know, multi-multi-millionaires, too, and we've got to work with them. But anybody can do it, and, and that's the key. So so where do we go from here? I, I think the economy is open up. Uh, look, Wall Street now, everybody's going to look at these inflation numbers and really try to determine what they are. And, and I think a couple of dangers here, if that inflation starts ticking up to 3 or 4%, uh, a, a lot of these numbers – a lot of these numbers in the inflation are there's a certain percentage of them that that are that are kind of guesstimates. They sort of round things out. I tried calling you several times, texting you, I tried calling her. I don't. My phone's at the house. I guess I don't have it. Oh, hello. Wait. I think do we have a caller still? Yeah. I think I think we need to drop a caller. Oh. Jennifer. So yes. Anyway. 
Okay. Oh, yes. You had a question for us. I think it's still the same caller. Okay. Yeah, just drop it. Uh, so, so what we do is, is uh, they're watching for inflation. Now, there's a certain percentage of these inflation indicators that go into CPI and PPI, which are they're, they're, they're guesstimates. And the problem is, is these the bureaucrats running this at the Department of Labor, they're under huge pressure to keep this inflation down. So they've been keeping it down. They've been guessing. They, well, we can't get the number. There were some things they couldn't get for whatever reason, and they didn't even put them into things. Look, eventually, they're going to have to start coming up with some numbers. They've been using the, the, the rent-adjusted inflation, uh, the, the home uh, rent-adjusted, so what you, for renting apartments and things which have been going down. As we talked about earlier in the show, home prices are skyrocketing across the United States in every... So how can you say there's deflation at home expenses and everyone that's trying to buy a home or live in a home, their costs are going up? So they have to start raising the numbers up. Otherwise, they're going to lose all credibility and people aren't going to believe anything they say. Now, the question is, are these inflation numbers going to get above 3%? I think absolutely. And I think that's going to be a big problem. And you could see some even bigger numbers because as we just talked about, oil's up 26%. Look at the grains. Look at look at uh, soybeans that are up big. Look at, we've been talking about farm, farming for the last year on the show and taking advantage of that. Uh, the, the ag costs are going up. I noticed the wheat was down a little for the quarter, but the but the soybeans, the cotton, the corn were all up. And I was just talking to a, a farmer, you know, uh, yesterday, and they're like, you know, he's got a big irrigation pivot. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, what are you guys thinking? And I said, I noticed you rotated the crops. He goes, yeah, we're doing that. He goes, you think the water's going to hold because it, when they get it out of the river? And he goes, yeah, and, you know, it's dry. It, it's dry, but, the, you know, but, but the prices are good. And so they're out there, they're planning. And, and so, so. I mean, the cost of everything is going up. I mean, his cost for 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 you know for the seeds for the for the diesel fuel, those big tra- tractors and stuff, you know, they, they use huge amounts of diesel fuel and everything else, and, uh, and and so everybody is trying to deal with this. So so going forward, it's going to be how to plan that for retirement, which means take save more money. Uh, Get your financing locked down, long-term, fixed rate. Look at look at maybe some conversions, Roth conversion. And we're going to have to start looking at estate planning once we know what these taxes are going to be because the, the, the spending is out of control and the taxation is starting to get that way. So we're going to write all about this in our Max Out Savings Report. So if you need, uh, need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free report if you need some help. With your retirement, give us a call at Max Out Savings Advisors. That's what we do. We manage clients' uh, retirement money, typically. Uh, and we're more value investors in the stock and bond markets. We, we do a little more uh, digging in, and we're, it's not going to indexing, because I think indexing is, is in the past, the past 10 years or so. That that's indexing has worked. The world is changing in an inflationary environment, particularly indexing with bonds is disastrous. Remember, keep in mind, we just had the worst – Worst quarter for bonds since I think 1984 for for long term treasuries. The performance was horrible uh, on those. And this is and so if people are indexing in bonds and longer term bond funds, the indexes they're going to be in trouble as inflation takes off. So you've got to manage. You've got to be able to move from shorter term to long term and back and forth on bonds in different asset classes in this environment. And so it's a different thing. We're going to go back to the 70s. Remember the great societies in the 60s, guns and butter. We've got basically guns and infrastructure and, 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 and free money from the Democrats. It's the same type of deal. The 68 started the big inflation. It didn't end until 82, uh, 81, 82. Same thing's going to happen here. So remember, save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. It's all